You are listening to the Hingework Podcast, a conversation about creativity, joy, and authenticity from the overflow of true community. Welcome to the Hingework Podcast. Uh, I'm Gabe McMullen. Today we are with Vanessa. Hey, I'm yes. I'm here. Well, Kent is here too. <laughs> yeah, and Vanessa. Hello. Welcome, welcome, Vanessa. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I probably knew of you before Tyler and Amber's wedding. Like, I think we were just sort of like in, yeah. like in the Lancaster scene anyway. Yeah. But then through the wedding, interacting during the wedding, and then I'm trying to think. I mean, were there... Um, so what was that dynamic? Because I didn't know either of you back then. Well, Tyler and Amber were freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. they're the best. Yes, <laughs> I love them. They're great. Yes. Yeah, so I was in Tyler and Amber's wedding. Tyler's okay. my cousin. Oh. And um, I, like, grew up with Amber. We were both homeschooled so um yeah I guess that's kind of how we first met were you at Tyler's wedding no I was filming oh okay yeah yeah yeah. everyone's like still obsessed with their video it's like what five years later and so awesome yeah still one of the favorites so yeah no that's awesome to hear I feel like a lot of those have been ones that I just like felt the unction like in me to be like I just need to do this for Uh you guys and like it just turned out so well yeah um so just thankful for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, I hope you have that same feeling when I get married. Come on. <laughs> we were just talking about that. We're not getting, I'm not getting married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for, the, for the record. Vanessa, yeah. Like, so you've been working, you were at a market stand for a little while, right? I mean, yeah. My family has a stand at Central Market. So I've like grown up working there a lot. And out of high school, I nannied full-time um for like three years and then from there that's when I kind of they decided that they were going to like switch jobs and so um I had to find something else to do I like loved it there but I yeah so I I think that's when maybe I contacted you because I had always loved like I loved your videos and I think maybe you and Ashley were dating at the time yeah forget because yeah but yeah probably and then I remember too you filmed our wedding like yeah that's so funny. I was thinking about that earlier today I was yeah. like that was so nice of you to ask me to do that because so I feel awesome. like I had no experience and yeah. you guys just had like such faith in me already that oh my word yeah 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 and you were just like such a stable reliable shot honestly like oh. I don't know if we ever gave feedback like but you did like really really well oh like, thank you yeah yes I'm glad yeah. We're no you did give you me know. feedback <laughs> but a few just, years just later to clear thank the you. Air, yeah. you were great five <laughs> years later um so like what was that journey like I guess from like you know market stand to like stepping into creativity in general was that something that came naturally did you feel you you're creative back then or I I think that after I kind of transitioned out of being a nanny I was kind of left with this I don't know crossroads I could decide if I wanted to look for another nanny job because I loved it but then I also I had filmed I think I don't remember where your wedding was placed in this whole timeline but I think that I had filmed a couple on my own and I was like "Eh, I kind of like it but like it was more the, yeah, I loved it, but it wasn't like, I want to do this totally forever, full time or yeah. whatever. So yeah. um, I think that's when I had initially reached out to you and yeah. we had shot a few weddings together, you, yeah. me and Ashley. Yeah. And from there, I started working for a company that 
um, just wedding and commercial video. Yeah. And I started interning there. And then like six months later, I was hired. Yeah. And was working there for uh, like three years probably. Yeah. Um, so that was like, I mean, that was an amazing experience. I remember just being so thankful that they, yeah. again, like had so much faith in me because I really mm-hmm. didn't have right. much experience and yeah. they were just kind of going out on women hiring me. So yeah. um, I learned so much through all of that. And so awesome. I, yeah, was just like really thankful yeah. for that experience. Did you have like a camera or were you doing anything... I, as you were leaning into these things, you know, like, yeah, I, I had a camera and I pretty much didn't know how to use it, yeah. <laughs> which I feel like is a lot of like how it all starts. You just get a camera and try yeah, to figure just, it all you, out. You keep shooting <laughs> yeah, or rolling, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever happens and just, you yeah. know, you find something that works and you just keep pursuing it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's where a lot of the like confidence was built in just kind of being like thrown in. Cause at first I was right. like, Oh, I don't know if this is how it's normally done, but I'm just kind of like here mm-hmm. at a wedding with people who know exactly what they're doing. And yeah. yeah, just like learning on the job, I feel like was the easiest thing for me, but I, yeah. So I had filmed like two weddings on my own and just wasn't, I think I just wasn't fully confident. And so yeah. it was great to have like, be surrounded by people who knew, yeah, how to teach me and yeah. that kind of thing. That's awesome. But I mean, to be honest, I like was obsessed with recording myself when I was like 10 years old. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, maybe that's you, where what, it came from. What were you recording? I yes. mean, like vlog style, like oh. here I am eating my breakfast and <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be like, you're going to look back at this and think this is like so stupid. And I'm like, no, it's not like this is entertaining. And I, <laughs> I mean, still find those? right. Where oh, this? they're hidden. Were you eating? Are, like, they, on they're you, hidden. are they on YouTube? No, they're not. Okay. No way. <laughs> too favorite, too favorite, bad for YouTube. Favorite breakfast that you videoed? I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like Captain Crunch. Like, oh yeah, I, dude. Even that, even though it tears up your roof of your mouth, it's still it's my so favorite true. cereal. Gabe, you got a little excited about dude Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch when I first got to college, and they had like a cereal bar like in the cafeteria. Oh yeah, I was like, good. why am I not eating Captain Crunch every day? And I probably had it. Two or three times a week for the first month. For as much as I make fun of you, I did the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's really good. That and like uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yep. Okay. Cinnamon that's, Toast Crunch. I can't Top dog. Those, get those behind, two are amazing. Not Captain Crunch anymore. <laughs> oh, well. That's awesome. I, well, like, it's interesting how your taste buds change a little bit with when it comes to cereal. Like, now I could eat, <laughs> I could eat life cereal all day Sorry. long. I'm, tr- I'm present. Ken's like losing I'm it. No, I'm totally fine. <laughs> Ken's like... Wait, yeah, what are you? Why? What's wrong, man? It's hilarious. <laughs> you're like, your taste buds change over time and your cereal palate changes. It's like, so it's well, like it does. Like, 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 there, was a, there was a season where I would never touch Cheerios. A season. Even a with, season. the way you're talking about it, it's very it was spiritual. Like a, it was yeah. like an, an 18 or 19 year season. Where <laughs> it was a really dry season. <laughs> Yo. Oh, it was it dry. It was just such a dry, difficult season. I mean, sometimes we get like Honey Nut Cheerios and then it was like, Praise you know, God. that's what the promised land is like, I think. Wow! Wrap around. Quotable. Just right there. That. Vlogging. Awesome. <laughs> what what camera were you using at the time, or what was this looking like? Oh, like a camcorder. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would go to the grocery store and buy those like tapes that the mini you had to like wind. Yeah. Or, yeah. The I don't know. They were like Almost thick cassette, cassette tapes, but they were. 
But like the little dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Looking I mean, at I did more than videotape <laughs> yeah. myself eating. No, but. that's cool. And I feel like so many uh, filmmakers, like whether you're in directing or production or whatever, like they have similar stories of mm-hmm. like, I just had a camera and wanted to learn how to use it and kind of mm-hmm. pick some things that were exciting for me and just kept doing it. And then as ridiculous or whatever, as those things were, people affirmed it. I think it just took some, I think it took a lot of time for me to be like, okay, this is what I actually want to do. Cause there was yeah. a lot, there was a big gap in between like when I filmed those two weddings and then mm-hmm. when I actually started working for a film yeah. company. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, what were some of the big takeaways from the film company, you know, that you were like, yeah, just really excited about learning and growing in and like, yeah, I feel like I was surrounded by, I mean, people who were like so passionate about what they were doing and I learned, I mean, so much. We would go out on like commercial shoots and then I would film weddings with them and do a lot of administrative work. So I was kind of like getting my foot in a little bit of everything. And I think that I realized through all of that, I'm not a, I'm not someone who like, like if I'm bored, right? I don't really think about that I'm bored or like if I'm discontent or like I'm just going through the motions, I don't really like think about it. If, yeah. if something is like bringing me life or not, I feel like my tendency is more to just be like, okay, well this is like what it is and not necessarily yeah. like having a bad attitude about it or feeling like yeah. depressed, like, Oh, I don't like what I'm doing, but it was just kind of like, this yeah. is what it is. And yeah. I don't really, I wasn't thinking like, Oh, I have the ability to change this if I'm not like a hundred percent here. Yeah. And, um, well, I remember reaching out and saying, Oh, uh, like I'm in a swamp season. I have some editing or something. Would you be able to edit some things? And I just remember you being like, well, that's kind of like not what I really want to be doing. Right. And so just to say like we each have strengths or things that we yeah. genuine, like some people can legitimately sit in front of a computer and edit for like God bless them. 20 yeah. hours in a row. Like that's just what they do. When I, I hear that, gifted. I'm like, how do you do yeah. that? Yeah. They're just like able to it's, do that. Yeah. It's amazing. Like tune yeah. out other stuff and just do it. But like other people are administrative. Other people yeah. would rather be shooting other right. people. You know. So it just feels like you were finding. I was. Yeah. Way. Cause I was editing a lot too. And while I enjoyed some of that, it wasn't like, I think what made me realize that some sort of like transition needed to happen was I just saw like my coworkers who Mm. loved what they were doing and were like Mm. thriving off of going on shoots and Mm -hmm. just like bouncing creative ideas off each other and all of that. And I just wasn't there, Mm. but I think that I can kind of like in that situation, I kind of mentally could check out Mm -hmm. just because I didn't want to think about, cause I didn't, I was like, what else would I do? Like this is, this was like my dream as Mm. far as, I want to be working for a video company because I remember yeah. when my boss sat down and interviewed me, we were talking about like, what are your dreams and goals yeah. for the future and that kind of thing. And I was like, I didn't really have many ideas. Mm. I was like, I have always like, I envision myself working for someone. I said, cause we talked about like, Oh, would you ever like want to start your own business or yeah. it, like, is this kind of like a stepping stone or is this where you want to be? Yeah. And I was like, I never want to have my own business. Like I was like, <laughs> that's way too much pressure. I said, I would way rather work for someone like, yeah. and that's genuinely like where I was basically up until the time yeah. up until like six months before I kind of moved out of there. I, yeah, yeah I was like, I would never want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah, I think that I, it took some time, but then once Mm -hmm. I started to like evaluate and just like pray about like, is this actually where I'm supposed to be? And am I actually being fulfilled by this? Cause I think that I realized I was reading, um, a book at the time, like over like, yeah, around this time that, um, was talking about like taking risks and it was written Mm by, um, an entrepreneur and she was just talking about like going for it. And was it big magic? It was Make It Happen by Laura Casey. I've seen that on Amazon. Yeah. I feel like it was like one of those like books that everyone was posting about. So I was reading that and it was talking about like, yeah, taking risks. And I think that's what also got me thinking. But then I can also think of like, okay, well, what if like what I'm doing is supposed to be like, like whatever work you're doing is supposed to be like worship back to the Lord, no matter Mm -hmm. what. And so even if it like feels mundane or whatever, like you can also read books or quotes or hear from people of Mm -hmm. like, Oh, just stick it out. And like, it's Mm -hmm. not so much what you're doing, but like who you're doing it for and what your greater purpose is and that kind of thing. And so I think I kind of was like back and forth, like, is this actually what I'm supposed to be doing or am I supposed to like, push through and there's greater purpose in this. And so that's where ultimately I just had to feel like peace about it and feel like what the Lord was telling me was that there was like, I felt that there was some sort of transition that was going to happen in Mm -hmm. some way or another and Mm -hmm. didn't really know what it was. And then, um, yeah, I actually, so kind of how it all started was, um, I had this like thought, I was like, I don't really know if I'm happy here. And so I started to just like think that through more and realizing that maybe it wasn't. And I think when I, as soon as I realized it, I was like really scared. Cause I'm like, mm. it's almost like once you, I don't know, once yeah. you like have the thought and then you even like the first time I said, like told someone and like said it out loud, I was like, oh, wait, this actually has to happen now because now I'm like saying it and I'm saying, because I think that I can like suppress what I'm actually feeling as mm-hmm. far as like, oh yeah, I like it. It's great. Like yeah. even other, in other areas of my life, but like yeah. when I actually take a step back and evaluate, am mm-hmm. I like actually, yeah. So yeah. that was like really yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask what happened when you were kind of like confronted with like that next step. So I had told a friend, we were driving to the beach and I told her, I was like, I feel like I am feeling like I want like a job change and I have no idea what I'm going to do because in my mind it was like video is my thing and it's either wedding or commercial video and that's like it. And so I was like, if, and this is the place that I would, like, it's the perfect place to do that. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I just have no idea what I would do. I was throwing out like a bunch of ideas, but nothing, nothing really like felt right. And so then that was in June. And then in July, I got coffee with a friend who I like, I'll see her probably like a few times a year, but we don't Mm -hmm. like see each other much. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it was totally a God thing that I even like it was the timing of it all because yeah. I met her the next month and I was kind of telling her, yeah, I feel like I'm going to be changing jobs eventually. I just am not really sure what I want to do. And she's like, oh, she's like, that's, oh, because I said, 
I don't really think vi- like I like video. I think I want to do something else because mm. this is like this was what video was to me. Right. And she was like, "Oh, okay. I was actually going to ask you to like film a little video for my birthday party coming up." And I was like, "Oh, I was like I would be like I would do that." And she's yeah. like she's like, "Oh, really? I don't want you to do it if you like you don't like it." And I was like, "Oh, no. Like that's the kind of stuff I like." Yeah. And she was like, "Okay." So, we like kind of talked about it more. And I, I remember texting her afterwards and I was like, I'm like so excited about this. And it was like kind of silly because I'm like, it's just a little birthday party. It's going to be like a one minute video. Um, I did that and like edited it and loved it. And so I think that's what got me thinking then, is there any other areas of video? Cause like, I loved that. And I think after that I had kind of been like following people on Instagram and uh, Vimeo and found a couple different people that had done like birthday parties. And then I went to their profile and I see like, they're doing like more lifestyle video and birth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I had never even thought of doing any of that. Yeah. And so that's kind of what brought on the idea of all of that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Your guys' story reminds me a little of like similarities between I'm pointing at Gabe and Vanessa, (laughs) Um, but like you were working at a market stand Mm -hmm. and you were kind of transitioning into, uh, I mean, full-time photography. Um, so like, I guess Gabe, you know, what was that perspective like for you of like, when you're about to step out, what kind of fears were you like wrestling through also? Uh, I think for me, the hardest part, like I quit, so I I don't know if you knew this, I quit my full-time, well, part-time market job last august okay so it was like the scariest part was like all right i have x amount of weddings booked i think i had like five or six and i was just working every other weekend well every weekend with weddings like i would go into market at 3 a.m work until 8 a.m come home and edit photos And uh, then, like, Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, I would shoot weddings with friends. I was mostly second shooting last year. That's, like, the best way to get experience. Oh, it's it's, it's so good. I probably second shot 20 weddings last year and then had 10 on my own. So I I was super fortunate with that, those friends at market that, like, I could just take off whenever I needed for weddings within a a 24-hour notice even. So that's incredible, like, to have that kind of freedom. Yeah while you're building up a career for yourself, like that's insane to me. Like when looking back on it, like I never would be here today without that freedom. So I think my biggest fear was like, how am I going to pay for rent in January and February and things like that? And like December and like, I'm quitting my job in August while I'm still planning uh, a trip to, uh, Utah in November and then a trip to Norway and Iceland in December. And then, you know, I'm not shooting weddings in January and stuff. So like, I just, that was my biggest fear was like, where's the money coming? And so, yeah. In like, I've always had a stable job and Mm, it's never been a matter of like, Oh, sometimes I'm really busy and sometimes I'm really not. (laughs) And yeah, it's taught me so much about like, trusting the Lord with my finances too, because I think mm-hmm. that for the first few months I was like holding on so tightly that I was like, cause I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know if people are going to book me or people are going to like this idea mm-hmm. or yeah. 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 So what was that like Vanessa for you to like go from like know, security of a full-time right. job or like a regular paycheck to yeah. maybe not? 
Yeah. It was, yeah, I feel like it was really scary. And I mean, I'm still in it. So it's still scary yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah. I have realized that certain times feel like, I'm like okay, I'm good. And mm-hmm. then other times I can kind of freak out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But it's crazy. Like uh, this Christmas, I was like so stressed about just money and mm-hmm. I just bought a house like, well, last summer. So mm. it was like all the like buying new appliances and all mm-hmm. the yeah. like big things that I'm buying yeah. and just trying to like get settled. Mm. And I was blessed with by like two people just put the, or I was put on two people's heart and they, yeah, gave to me financially. I was wow. like not expecting mm. it at all. And so it, it gave me mm. so much encouragement that, yeah. God sees me in Mm -hmm. whatever season Mm -hmm. I'm in financially, like he's going to provide, whether it is through jobs or through other people. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I've been so thankful for that. I still totally struggle with that mindset of like, it's really busy and then it's really slow. And it's like, I can't just like rest even when it's busy and I can't even rest when it's slow. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm still learning and growing through that. But I, I guess as like an encouragement, I just was like hanging out at my house one evening and I'm like, God, why did you bring me into business? Like, this is really hard. Like, and it's a creative field. And so there's additional creative pressures. We want to grow. We want to get better at what we do. We don't want to just stalemate. So I'm just like kind of having a freak out moment of like, I don't get it. Why'd you bring me here? And it felt like he said, I brought you into business to teach you how to rest and trust me. Um, And I was like, okay, like whatever. (laughs) And and then specifically, I felt like he was saying, like, I I probably won't go too much into it, but just like my adolescent years were not following the Lord. And so there was this, like, it felt very tumultuous. My, like even up until like college, I just felt like I was on this roller coaster and my faith was not like a solid foundation. And it just felt very like, uh, like I'm holding on and just gripping and trying to have control of my life. And it felt like he was saying, I'm trying to teach you how to rest. And then I kind of got this question of like, what would it look like for you to just simply believe that in thick and thin, I'm going to just provide for you and you can just let go any day of forever into eternity. And I was just like, well, that'd be really restful. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I could just believe that I'm totally taken care of, Uh you know? And so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the journey we're all on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But, but yeah, so we're right there with you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause like when has he ever let us down actually like looking back it's like mm-hmm. he's carried each of us through so much. So yeah. what's to say he won't in the future? He totally will. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So what did that look like as you're, you know, you're, you're taking more jobs, you know, you're kind of getting into the rhythm of like, wait, hey, we're doing this, you know, right. what did that start to look like to see people coming in and booking? And- right. Yeah. I, so I started again, like I filmed, um, one of my close friends birth in October. And that was great because I feel like I was reaching out to people and 
I didn't have anything to show and it's even mm. harder to be like, Hey, can I film your birth? Right. And I don't have anything to show for it. Yeah. Cause it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. like, how is that going to look? Yeah. So I was so thankful that she just like mm. trusted me and mm-hmm. it still is one of like my favorite mm. videos. And, awesome. um, yeah, so that was October. And then I feel like it took a little while. I was still, I kind of, I feel like that's how it has been to just like continue to kind of just like offer Mm. what I'm offering and offer it for free and then kind of like building my portfolio. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me so much to get to the point where I am now. So yeah, I'm so thankful for the people that have continued to trust me Mm -hmm. and yeah. I think what's great about Lancaster is it's so, so much like word of mouth. And I mean, there's like so many connections and people, Mm -hmm. someone will book me and then like two weeks later, someone else will, that's like doing a couple weeks or something. So it is like, it's a different kind of booking than anything else, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Still learning how to manage it all. (laughs) Totally. And you also do like, family like like kind of like family vignette type stories mm-hmm. right like everybody's just running around the house yeah and, kids and like the interaction between like parents and kids like yeah do you yeah describe how like that sort of started to take shape then too. yeah um so I kind of had that idea from I had seen like one or two of those kind of videos but not exactly the way that I was like envisioning and so yeah. I think that my my heart behind all of that is just like, I have seen, especially, I mean, both of my parents, but especially my mom, like sacrifice so much for her children as we like grew up. She homeschooled all of us and was just like, yeah, so wonderful. And I even talking to friends of mine who have young kids and you can just get stuck in like the repetitiveness or mundaneness of what life looks like. And I mean, most days probably look very similar. And so it can get frustrating, I'm sure, but like the most rewarding job ever. Mm -hmm. And so I, yeah, my heart behind that was just wanting to give parents and specifically moms like a new perspective for the way they see their everyday life. And yeah, that's just like my prayer for every video that I film like that. I just want that to be like the, yeah, mindset. That's so powerful. Yeah. Um, cause it is easy to lose heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Ashley, yeah, we, we've been a little back and forth on just like, it's, it's hard. It's hard being a parent and it's hard to have kids. And there's people like Mark with five kids who are rolling their eyes at me right now. Um, but, <laughs> Only two. But right. But it is tired. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's tired. Playing it's catch easy. up over there, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> amen. It's easy to lose perspective when like the baby causes sleep deprivation. So like to be like, yeah. look, mom, look, dad, this is actually what you're doing. You're right. investing in a child, mm-hmm. which is the future generation. And like, it's like your legacy. Yeah. It's it's so much of like what God is doing through you guys. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I think of it, I'm like, if I were to have a video of my, me and my siblings, 
in like 10 years ago. I, I think that it's valued now, but I hope that people can see the value in it like 15 years down the road because mm-hmm. I would like love to have a video of my siblings and yeah. That's awesome. I don't know. Totally. I love that. Yeah. One interesting thing that stuck out to me was like you in previous seasons and maybe still now it's like a natural bent, but it sounded like you, um, I don't know, maybe had some trouble with like the vision in your mind or like you would kind of just go with the flow, mm-hmm. but it sounds the way you're talking right now that God has given you a vision for things. Cause then you just said, well, that's not how I envision these kind of films in my mind, right. which is cool to me that like, it feels like you're not just staying stuck in like, okay, I'm just kind of going along, but it seems like God's like actually depositing like vision into you as you follow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've, yeah, I've seen that so much. I think that before, like I would say even two years ago, I wouldn't have really said I was a very like visionary person or even like super creative or I don't know. I think that I, the Lord has really spoken that to me and I, yeah, I'm so, so grateful for the way that he has just led me through every, every step, like every step that I have taken, I feel like I have looked back and been like, oh, if that would have happened a year ago, I wouldn't have been in the same place or I wouldn't have been taught the same thing. And that's like, even I was even thinking about it, like I was so I was so scared to quit my job and disappoint people that I had like invested so much in me and just taken so much time to teach me everything they knew. And I think that was a huge fear that was holding me back. And like, I can look at them now and I'm like, they're thriving and their business is so much more successful. And I feel like at first I was like, does that make me like insecure or like, cause I was, I'm the thing that, that changed it, but it, it honestly makes me like so happy and know that like, this was just right for everyone. And it was like taking that step and it being scary, but it was, it was totally the Lord leading. And now it's like both, both companies or both people are in the place that they're supposed to be. And I'm just, Yeah. I could have never even, I feel like that's something I could have never, like I didn't even pray for that or like hope for that. I was just like, oh, I just hope they're not mad at me or, but like, no, it's so much better than that. Like they're succeeding too. And yeah, if I would have known that, I probably would have done it before (laughs) because I feel like, yeah, it's like, it's so cool the way that God works through that. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, we can look back into our lives and be like, oh, I should have right. just sort of known how that would go. But we get hung up on stuff. We're afraid of stuff. But like, what would you tell Vanessa three or four years ago or two years ago or whatever? Like knowing what you know now, what would you say to yourself just that many years ago? I would have told myself to not look for my identity or security in my job. I, that's something that I realized hindsight that I definitely did because I was too, I was looking at it like this is who I am and this looks impressive and this, 
I don't know what else I would, the things that I would think that I would do if I wasn't doing this were not, not as impressive or not as secure. And I feel like, yeah, I would definitely, I mean, yeah, fear played a huge part in that. And that's like not something that I would want anyone to have hold them back. I feel like that's cliche to say because it's like everyone deals with fear and yeah, but also just like seeking the Lord in your own life. And like I said, I could read quotes about taking risks and then also read quotes about like sticking it out. And ultimately I had to ask the Lord what he wanted for me and to feel that that peace for myself because it wasn't something that anyone could encourage me one way or the other ultimately. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so good. Um, sorry I just get so excited Um, yeah I mean I feel like that's what God like you know when I was saying like this is why some of like the other motivations behind how why God put me in business like I feel like he's doing that in all of our lives like he has specific things that he's like I'm trying to go after these things and I know in Mark's story he was like crying out to God and he felt like God was answering I'm trying to teach you how to love your wife. Like, that's a very specific answer. Um, So we all go through different trials, or we all have a different walk with the Lord, but, like, he's saying different things. And so not to, like, look at everybody else and be like, well, what's, what's his, like, thing for everybody else? Like, and then get nervous about us, but just to ask him and be like, oh, you might have an answer for me. Exactly. <laughs> that could be really helpful. Exactly. So that's just really cool to see you like stepping into that and coming to like, I think a, a just closer identity with him mm-hmm. sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. That's sick. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, really appreciate you. you making the time out of your uh, schedule to join us. Do you guys want to see some food videos? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hinge Work Podcast. Hingework is a creative co-working space in the heart of downtown Lancaster, PA. Find out more at www.hingework.com.